Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Just a pleasure to have this guy on. I've been watching his work for a very long time. It's Dennis Quay, the actor that you all know. Dennis, how are you? Good to see you. Great, Joe. Thanks for having me on today. I'm going to bring something up that you didn't expect me to bring up, just because that's what I do. Uh, 40 years ago this year, I watched what is one of my favorite movies ever made called Tough Enough. And I'm going to tell you something. Oh. I watched that movie until the v- the VHS tape broke because it was just like, <laughs> I'm, I'm a musician. The, the, the fact yeah. that this guy, this boxer, couldn't get this song right until he got punched in the, the head. The country western warrior. It was unbelievable. You were young as could be, still are, but uh, what, what a great story of victory, of family values, of the one scene where you're playing the guitar with the kid. Come on, man. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? It just If you don't mind, story, uh, yeah. I don't mean to take you back 40 years, but dude, oh, that, that movie to me, years. it's a classic. Just tell me how it felt to do that. You obviously play the guitar. You obviously sing. That yeah. had to be like right in your wheelhouse. Yeah, that was a perfect for me. And I also, uh, I boxed at the time at, at the uh, Hollywood YMCA. There was wow. a boxing club over there. And... Uh, so I'd been doing that for several years, and uh, so that was a perfect fit of a movie for me. Plus, you know, it was also always on the side doing music. And in fact, I wrote that song with the kid called "The Jungle," <laughs> which, after all this time, in fact, it's kind of a coinky because I recorded that song actually a month ago after forty years. Wow. <laughs> Obviously, this is a natural reaction from the kid. You can't tell the kid now start jumping and dancing and acting. Yeah, he just loved that song. It was amazing. Yeah, it was just all improv that that scene. Do do you ever go? I mean, that seems to be a much simpler life. I mean, you've done so much work in between then and now. First of all, how do you get a movie like that made uh, when you're a young guy and again you're a boxer at the Hollywood Club and and you're you're a singer and a songwriter? How do you get that done? Well, it's harder to get movies made nowadays. Really. that it was back then. Yeah, there was, you know, uh, uh, but, uh, you know, we shot that right in the Fort Worth Stockyards. Oh, wow. Which is, uh, you know, a really great place to, to shoot. And we, you know, we we had, in fact, the, you know, the main arena there was what we were using for the, you know, the boxing ring and this you know, stadium where it took place. And, uh, you know, I've been doing all the, this uh, work and you know, promoting this film incentive uh, that's going on, and along with that building facilities, you know, there's an area between Fort Worth downtown and the stockyards yeah. that would be perfect for building film facilities, and uh, that's land that's really just used for storage or whatever, and right. you could really raise the property value of that there and really develop that area. It'd be perfect for it. Well, how did it work then? You're a guy from Houston. You end up in Hollywood. You end up making mm-hmm. a movie that's filmed in Fort Worth. So how yeah. would it work? So the, the the Hollywood studio says, we need a place that looks real. Let's go to Texas. And you just go there, shoot for a while, and then everything else is done in Hollywood? Uh, yeah. The editing and all the rest of that stuff, yes. And you're saying all uh, that stuff can happen in Texas now? Yes. We want to make Texas the film capital of the world. And I say, why can't that happen? Why? Where is it written that Hollywood uh, runs everything? That all the business takes place there? You know, there's... There's a lot more people fleeing, fleeing, uh, fleeing California these yes. days. In fact, if, if I was if I was today, if I was a young actor just starting out, I wouldn't go to L.A. I'd go to Atlanta. Really? Because that's where there's so many movies being shot there, and here I I would be you know a young actor starting out. I'm not going to get a starring role, uh, 
the smaller roles, they're going to hire locally because it's cheaper. They don't have to pay for that plane ticket coming out there. They don't have to put you up in a hotel. You're hired locally. And so that's the way it works. It's kind of like if you want to be a musician or a singer, you go to Nashville and go start waiting tables and maybe you get a job singing somewhere. Yeah, that's right. And (laughs) that's right. There's that old joke in LA. If you're, uh, if you're an actor, you say, "Oh, really? What what restaurant?" <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Exactly right. Oh, yeah. It's uh, by, by yeah. the way, it's, it is the one and only Dennis Quaid, and I'm just—it's an absolute pleasure to talk to you. So, so why isn't Texas already Hollywood West or Midwest? I mean, why why wasn't it that? Why is everything based in Hollywood? Well, there are—it's uh, too. Nobody makes movies in. Uh, for the most part in California anymore because it's, it's too restrictive. It's too expensive, uh, too many regulations and rules. And, and, uh, it's cheaper to, to shoot in places like New Mexico, Louisiana, Oklahoma. And, uh, well, of course, Georgia's got one. They, they all have incentive programs that they're based on, uh, those are income tax based because they have an income tax there. Texas doesn't. Right. But they, uh, they give the film companies come into that state and the money that's spent in that state that's brought from outside the state, they give them a, a, a tax credit on that money. So they come in and spend like uh, $10 million. They, you know, they 30% of that on a tax is because they're not paying taxes in the state is given back to them. So, uh, now, Texas is a different deal because they don't have income taxes, but uh, there's, there are sources for it. And Texas, in fact, used to have an excellent incentive program that could compete with all these other states around us. And it left us about 10 years ago, and it's really time for it to come back. We're, we're, we're missing out on a lot of revenue. Well, well, the one thing that I know, when, when Rick Perry was the governor, he would go to California and incentivize businesses like Toyota to come start building trucks in San Antonio. Uh, he would go, he would go to, where, to New York and say, why do you business here with a, a 10% you know, overhead tax for the hell of it when you can come to Texas and not have that tax at all? So it makes sense. Why, why right. 10 years ago would they have stopped uh, incentivizing Hollywood from coming? Well, I, I think a lot of... Uh people in Texas, and I don't blame them for thinking this, you know, the, the perception was that it's, you know, uh, it's a Hollywood handout. Right. It's a giveaway. It's a wealth, you know, Hollywood welfare program. Yeah, but it's that, also, that a, money it's is also going a boon, to pay high-priced actors and all these, you know, uh, lifestyles of these rich producers right. back in Malibu, which is definitely not the case. This is money that's brought from the outside, right? put into the economy, spent right there, and it goes to pay it goes to pay crew members, electricians, painters, carpenters, drivers. Then you got hotels and hotel staff. The valet guy out front, he even benefits from it. The restaurants there in town. Uh, we just we're shooting in Stephenville right now on this Taylor Sheridan deal. Uh, uh, the, this the little town of Stephenville, you know, had four million dollars pumped into it within a week and a half, in, in, in a small town. That's that's uh, you know like Christmas. Well, the, and I, 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 in the economy. 
I interrupted you a little bit, and I'm sorry, um, because what you said was necessary. I was going to ask you to say all that, but it, look, you're, yeah. you're already saying it. Um, it's so important because people watching and listening really do believe that big-time Hollywood actors like yourself, big-time Hollywood studios, will come in, use the area, and leave it in the dust and get a bunch mm-hmm. of get a bunch of free tax abatement, which isn't what happens right. at all. You just made it very clear. A very small town, can, can when you guys leave, you leave them $5 million better. How, how do you beat that? Yeah. Not only that, but the, you know, for, they've done studies on this, and it is true. You know, if, for every dollar that's brought in and invested in, you five dollars comes out of it because it's spent, and then it's respent right. and respent, and uh, so it's 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 good for Texas. It really is good for Texas, and so I think the messaging is has been uh, wrong on it. And states like you know New Mexico, Louisiana, and Oklahoma are reaping the benefits of it yeah. and uh, of us not having an incentive program. It's Dennis Quaid. Uh, you know Dennis Quaid from movies for, I mean, as long as I can remember it again, I, I can't, I'm going to go watch that movie again like this weekend. I just love <laughs> Tough Enough that that much. Um, I, I've got to ask you, I mean, Texas appears, now I'm not a smart guy when it comes to Hollywood and, and how to shoot films and stuff, but I would imagine you, we've got beaches, we've got mountains, we've got hills, we've got flatland, we've got cattle, we've got big cities. It seems to offer everything, right? Exactly. I mean, that's what's so great about Texas. And that's why I think Texas actually could be the film capital, because we have everything. The topography, the deserts that we have. Oklahoma doesn't have an ocean. Right. And, uh, you know, and that, you know, we start to get into like building infrastructure. I mean, which uh, Texas is so good at. They uh, that like I was I was talking about the stockyards in Fort Worth, which would be uh, between the stockyards and downtown, which yeah. would be an excellent facility. And you go into these uh, uh, into places where the land is relatively cheap because it's it hasn't really uh, been developed a, a, a lot. And you will raise the value of that land, there, you know, and the property taxes that go along with that. And you'll raise the, the there'll be businesses going in there, and, and uh, so. It'll, it could only help Texas, which brings in more revenue, you know, more business. I want to make it business friendly, not right. like a, a handout, you know, that that uh, is something that goes longer. This uh, stand as it is business be premier. I don't I don't want it to get too political. And so I'm not going to go there too much. But but I'll ask you this. Why doesn't Gavin Newsom wisen up and say, listen, we're going to lose a lot of money. We're going to lose a lot of Hollywood big time productions, millions and millions of dollars if we don't you know, change this around. I mean, it, all, all, already the economy of California sucks, but the topography yeah. is beautiful. The land is beautiful. You've got everything that you could ever want in California. Why do why you think somebody like that doesn't say to himself, holy crap, they're going to run to Texas if I don't do something? I can't figure it out, Joe. Yeah, I, I really can't. They, you know, uh, uh, lived there and uh, watched the way you know, things have gone. Yeah, you look, look at Tesla, Elon Musk left. Right. Uh, businesses have been fleeing California at an ever increasing rate for the last twenty, twenty-five years, really, and uh, just because taxes, because of regulations, because of uh, a lot of things, and uh, and uh, it's. In fact, they've even had a population decrease. Yes, for the first time since like eighteen, the inception of the state, and uh, it's it's started to go down. That's a hundred, what, hundred fifty years, or yeah. something like that. So, uh, seventy years, and uh, so I I can't explain it, but uh, a lot of people are uh, are moving to Texas, and Texas did a really good job of taking its part of the tech industry, you know, that from California. Yeah, Apple, and, uh, Apple's building here too. Yeah, yeah, and that hasn't caused t- 
Texas uh, any debt. It's only brought in a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of revenue yes. and jobs, 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 which is what this is really all about is jobs, jobs, jobs. And uh, film, can, film can do the same. And a lot of people think, well, we're going to have those Californians come in here with their philosophy and their blue state this or whatever. And this is not a blue or red state issue uh, here anyway. This right. is this is about investment in um, a, a business and uh, an industry that will only help the state. And that's good for red and blue. Uh, original Houstonian uh, Dennis Quaid uh, bringing Texas a, b- a bunch of business, a bunch of money, bringing movies back. The incentive program looks very good. I saw the, the video with you and Woody Harrelson and, and Matthew McConaughey and others. Yeah. Uh, and, and it makes a lot of, hopefully people will go on YouTube and go find that. I'll make sure that I make it available yeah, it's as well. Yeah, good for, it's good for Texas. You just type that into Google search or whatever, yeah. and it'll, it'll come up on YouTube. And there's also a way there to contact your uh, representative at uh, – at hashtag good for Texas to uh, tell them you'd like them to vote for us. Yeah, I don't know. You know another thing would that be. comes out of this is that people complain a lot about how uh, movies that come out of Hollywood yes. and you know, or uh, how they don't represent, uh, you know, resent, uh, represent really uh, the values uh, that most people have or whatever, or yes. just the stories, you know, being able to relate. That's what I want to do. And, uh, uh, it's this is a, be a good way for kind of Texas to take the reins as far as the culture and to express itself, you know, and uh, which I think is missing and in a lot of Hollywood movies. I think you get one side, but I'd like to see the other too, you know. And when the other and happens, it, like our friend Kevin Sorbo produces a lot of these, um, when that happens, people go and they watch it. People want to see it. They yeah. want to consume it. If it's available, we'll consume it. The problem is, and I think you're alluding to this, Dennis, it hasn't been available. I'm glad that you're bringing it. People want to see something that they want to see. Yes. They want to have something rammed down their throats. And, you know, what? whatever side of the issue are, you know, uh, you are on that as far as what bent you have. You know, it's uh, it's about creating something that the, the market wants. Well, I, I hope that it happens. It looks like it is happening. I know that you're filming here in Texas now, and more films are happening in Texas. I've got to ask you about, about two things before I let you go, and I can't, uh, I can't thank you enough for yeah. the time today. Um, number one, um, when you decided to make those commercials where you're basically making fun of your own stardom, I just yeah. like, I felt like you were my brother at that point. I think, I think you talk about being relatable. How you were making fun of your own stardom, which is huge, and you very easy. It was very easy. I was going to say that there seemed to be an ease where you're almost relieved to make fun of it. Tell me about that. Uh, oh, I just, I mean, I mean, don't you know who I think I am? You know what I mean? It's, it's easy to make fun of that. It was, oh, it was just uh, that good, and and, and, fun, yeah. and, and people related. They were like, "Look at this guy making fun of himself. This is great." Yeah, those are fun to do. I think when you're self-effacing, it lets people in that you're just a real, you're a real dude. Um, because you very easily, again, you've been a star for a long time. You very easily could be unreal and, and detached. You didn't, you didn't appear to be. A, a dog's life. I mean, is that, is that your life's work? I mean. A, a, a dog's, uh, a dog's uh, a journey and a, a dog's, dog's purpose. Exactly mean? right. Dog's journey yeah, and dog's I purpose. I mean, the, the fact is every single person went to that and loved it, loved you, mm-hmm. loved every character, loved the dogs. I mean. That was that something that you you saw it and said I have to be part of that. Yeah, I I'm at the point in my career, you know, was that I 
I do stuff that I, I really feel I, I go with stories. I get I really get affected by stories. When I read something, I've read enough scripts by this time in my life that when I read it, I can tell what if if it's kind of movie that I want to go see. Yes. Yeah. It's the, when I read a script, it's my only time that I'll have be have a first time experience as an audience member reading the script, you yes. know? Yeah. And it and it's the story. Does it get me? And that's how I choose. Well, I, thank God that you choose the way that you do because we love everything you do. I said, I said, last question. I mean it here. I know Kevin told me you're playing Reagan. T- tell me about playing Reagan. Yes, uh, yes, I uh, played Ronald Reagan, which we had to shoot in Oklahoma, by the way. And uh, it's coming out at the very end of this year, and I think it's going to go white on President's Day of next. But uh, hopefully, we get it out uh, before the end of the year. When you play a role and, like uh, that, do you it was an incredible. It was incredible. He was my favorite president. Absolutely. And, uh, and uh, we shot on the Reagan Ranch, nice. which is not open to the public. Where we, so you're there where these events happened. <laughs> you, you know, you're you're uh, doing scenes about that. You know, I didn't realize that Reagan was not a rich man. He wasn't. You go up to that place, that's you know where they lived, and it's about a eleven hundred square feet. They had a they really? had a king size bed. They wow. had a king size bed, but it was two single beds that were zip tied together. Can you imagine? And their clothes were in the closet, and you you could feel the humbleness of him throughout that that uh, the whole property. And his, his presence was that. He was also my favorite president. Yeah. Uh, Dennis, yeah. Do, do me a favor. Come back on anytime you want. I love talking to you. I could do love it for two to, hours. Joe. Yeah, absolutely love to. Appreciate you, brother. Thank you very much. We're back after this. Stay Thank right here. Thank you for your time. Thank you. This is the Joe Pegg Show. People often ask, what's the favorite part of your job? Well, I get to interview really interesting people. Dennis Quaid, fast friend. Carrie, I think we're buds now, right? Mm, maybe not. Wow, rude. We just interviewed him. That's right, it. and he's like, yeah, we're, That's bags. It. we're buds. Let's go grab a, a drink or something. He didn't say that. But, no. but he could have. He was thinking it. No, I don't think so. Really cool to interview him. Very glad that he came on. Hopefully, they'll, they'll be moving uh, Hollywood to Texas. That'd be great. All right, 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Love to hear your thoughts on the interview. Another big hour coming your way. Stay here. This is the Joe Pegg Show.